0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode seven of the Cookies and Kale podcast. Now, if you've listened to episode five and six, then you know that for the next couple of days, we're going to be talking about the health freedom formula and breaking down each component of the formula so that you have a really clear understanding of how you can apply this Formula or equation to your own life to really start seeing uh, lasting success and um, happiness and health. Uh, so, if you haven't listened to episode five or to episode six yet, I actually encourage you to stop, head back, start with episode five, catch up with episode six, and then resume with episode seven. It's just going to make so much more sense if you go in order. So, um, you know, yesterday we talked about step number one, which was uh, how to define the the quote unquote lasting results that you are seeking in this um, health freedom formula. And today, we're actually going to um, define the behaviors. We actually want to like we're going to be talking about the behaviors that you can be implementing uh, to impact or uh, influence your overall these, these these results that you're seeking, your overall wellness vision. So, um, you know, so step number one, again, you got to go back and do this. If if you're following along, go back and, and establish your wellness vision first, because that's going to help you figure out the behaviors that you need to implement. Um, for example, if your wellness vision has everything to do with, um, let's say it's increasing flexibility for yoga. I'm going to, you know, kind of, let's not talk about weight at all here. Like, let's say it's, it's being able to do like crow pose or, um, you know, being able to do a headstand in some capacity, uh, influencing or impacting your strength or your flexibility and, and kind of, uh, growing through your yoga practice your behavior goals, you don't want to be defining your behavior goals as like, I'm going to strength train, you know, in massive, uh, sets and high weight. And, you know, you don't, you don't want to get distracted by things that aren't ultimately leading towards your wellness vision. Right. So like, that's why establishing your wellness vision is number one. And then number two, you actually figure out the behaviors that you want to lead to it. Um, you know, this, this whole podcast, this whole premise, my whole, my whole belief system when it comes to health and wellness is that there is not one right way to be healthy and happy in your own body, right? And it's the same, like that's the same with the behaviors. There's not one right way to do it. There's not one right way to act or have healthy habits. Um, so there's lots of different things that you can do. And instead of overwhelming yourself with trying to do like hashtag all the things, You've got to figure out what it is that actually matters to you. So then you can simplify and just go with the behaviors that get you to that first goal. And um, one thing I didn't talk about necessarily yesterday, but is also important to consider is that your wellness vision should grow and change. Like once you hit your goal, the next step will be to find another goal and the goal could be sustaining or maintaining but it's okay to grow and if you're if you're not consistently hitting the goal or once you've consistently hit the goal those are two signs that it's time to identify a new goal whether that's um, you know, a long-term goal or a new short-term goal, or setting yourself up—like maybe it's, maybe it's like, okay, well, I've, I've, you know, run all these five Ks, and I'm like ready to, ready to try a ten K. You know, it might be that, or I've run all these five Ks, and I'm ready to try yoga. I mean, it could be that. So it's, it's like, what's your next step? And it could be I've run all these five Ks, and now I just want to improve my time and do more five Ks. It's totally fine. You just have to ask yourself those questions. So. You've, by this point, hopefully established a wellness vision. You know what it is that you're trying to reach for in these lasting um, results, right? That's that's very pertinent and relevant to you and you alone. Now we're going to talk about the behaviors. So these are kind of considered, if you want to think about them as like your action steps, right? We've kind of like laid the framework for where it is that you're trying to go, um, kind of like put the destination, if you will, into the GPS. Um, these like behaviors are going to be the directions, if you will, like, turn right onto Maple Street, you know, like as the GPS tells you, like your action steps, these behaviors are ultimately going to be your action steps as well. And, and you can even take this further and literally break these out into like weekly action steps. That's actually something that we do in coaching all the time. And it's really effective because it chunks it down in manageable time bound goals that, um, don't leave you feeling overwhelmed. You know, you kind of do like one to three actions per week. Uh, every single week, you try and you know keep them moving forward so that you're still pointed in the direction of your wellness vision, um, and put it into action. And ultimately, you get there, right? Um, and you make tweaks based on anything that that comes in the in the way. So if if a road is closed and you need to take a detour, um, sorry. The GPS um, analogy is something I use all the time for health coaching, and um, basically, you know, if, if something happens in your life that made it challenging to continue in the direction that you were going, um, or con- consistently take the actions that you were taking, then you just divert and figure out another way around it. Um, and then just try and get back onto the same route or a different route. Maybe it's uh, identifying a brand new route that you need to take in order to get to your wellness vision. Okay. So, the big question, you know, what behaviors should you be implementing? And like I said before, this is ultimately up to you and what you've established as your goals or um, the results that you hope to achieve. So in, you know, of course, research indicates that there are healthier ways to eat. There are healthier ways to exercise, live, sleep, manage your stress, all those things. Like we we know that there's indicators um, of healthier options, but none of that actually means anything if you aren't either willing or able to do them. So, um, you know, if, if you aren't able to like physically um, exercise because of um, an injury or a physical limitation, like you know, that's, if you're not able to like, uh, let me rephrase this. If you are not able to, um, walk, right. Or like perform this steady state cardio that, that the research might indicate, um, because of an injury or physical limitation. Um, so like, so what, if that's what the research indicates, like you have to find something that works for you. Does that make sense? Um, so you always have to keep yourself in consideration here. I think that's one thing we just forget time and time and time again when we try and, um, you know, change our life. <laughs> we, we take ourselves out of the equation entirely, um, and then we uh, wonder why it's so difficult to sustain it. So um, let's just start with a brief overview of behaviors that can be helpful towards your health. Um, These are totally just examples um, and not to say that you need to start out with this right away. Um, Again, you can consider these as like things that you work up toward. Um, These are just kind of like really brief examples um, of things that you can be doing just in general for health. Um, Example number one would be drinking, you know, half of your body weight in ounces of water. So um, if you weighed 150 pounds um, any given day, that would be like 75 ounces per water. Um, if you are, uh, you know, again, if you are not drinking near seventy-five ounces of water right now, and you weigh one hundred fifty-five or one hundred fifty pounds, then um, let's say you're maybe drinking like twenty ounces of water. You do not have to overnight now try and drink seventy-five ounces of water. So it could be something that you just reach up, reach toward, working up to, right? Um, another example behavior could be exercising for 150 to 300 minutes per week at a moderate intensity, something like a brisk walk. Um, it could be sleeping seven to eight hours per night or the amount of time, um, needed for you to help you wake feeling rested. So, um, again, if you are currently sleeping, you know, six hours per night and you feel great when you wake up. You do not need to adjust that. If you feel awesome, you're not like tired throughout the day, you don't have any issues um, with attention or energy, um, and you're sleeping at six hours per night, that's fine. If you're sleeping like nine to 10, that might be suggestive or indicative that there's um, a quality issue going on. Like you're not getting quality sleep. Um, But again, that's very personal. Like your body is very individual. Um, another example could just be to eat more plants. We know plants are good for us, so this is things like fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds. Um, could be that you're eating half of a plate. Half of your plate is vegetables, particularly green vegetables at every meal, including breakfast. That could be a goal. Um, you could eat a you could focus on eating a variety of colors in your fruits and veggies. This is kind of um, considered like eating the rainbow. Another behavior could be to eat less processed or refined foods, like things that are packaged um, or or have these extensive labels. Uh, You know, that that could be like a a great behavior to work toward. Um, Another goal could be to eat more healthy fats and less unhealthy fats. So again, these are just examples of behaviors. You know, really most of the time, uh, and you probably know this too, but most of the time people know what they are struggling with and really just need help initiating the action. So, um, I actually, I'm going to go ahead and like pause here and encourage you to explore what areas you feel like, you know, you struggle with the most. Like if you had to get raw and real, you don't have to tell anybody this. You don't have to tell me, you don't have to write it down. So no one has to know, just get a little raw and real with you, with yourself and have this conversation. Like, what is it that I know that I'm not doing great at in my health? And I will tell you, like nine point nine times out of ten, <laughs> you know, maybe like like that point one percent, like uh, or maybe one percent, you know, don't really necessarily like know, or they like are trying to do all the things, and there's just little tweaks that they need to make because um, they're not seeing something or not seeing the whole picture. So it is possible you might not know, but I would say like the majority of the time, people know they have a, a nagging feeling or a gut instinct um, or that sense of. Um, it, it could even be a sense of like shame or guilt about a behavior that they know deep down is influencing or impacting their ability to actually feel happy and healthy. So Um, you know, kind of just encourage you to pause and see if there is something that's just like nagging you, um, or like a red flag for you that you could, um, potentially go to work on first. And, you know, typically the things that feel the hardest or the most challenging are the areas that we, we probably need to spend the most time in. Um, you know, and that's where we, we ultimately would see the most growth. So, um, you know, I'm going to leave you today with, um, encouraging you to identify one to three behaviors that you are. Ready and willing to either initiate or continue this week that would ultimately help you reach your goals. Um, something that's really important to consider here is this willingness element. Um, just because I've said some of these behaviors and just because your, um, antenna or like your, your gut is like, yeah, no, like I know I need to work on that if you are not willing to, or you're not ready to, um, then don't push yourself into that necessarily. You know, there's, again, growth happens when you're uncomfortable and it's good to push yourself out of your comfort zone. But when you set yourself up for something that you just know you're not going to commit to, or you know, that's just not going to happen. It does awful things to your psyche. Um, it, it really creates this sensation, this deep sensation that like, when you put your mind to something, you actually can't succeed. Um, And we want to build you up. So we really want to build your belief in yourself. Um, So this is is kind of related to confidence and like this ability to, confidence in your ability to succeed at the goals you set. This is this idea of self-efficacy. Um, which is like a really cool foundational concept in coaching. It's, um, I love talking about this subject because, um, the, the our psychology, you know, our subconscious is so powerful. And when we, uh, give it the opportunity to believe in, in, in ourselves and our ability to, um, you know, achieve a goal that we set out to amazing things can happen. Um, it can literally be the difference between, um, And and we're going to get more into mindset later, but, um, it can, it can be the difference between, um, failure and success time and time and time and time and time again in anything, not just your health, like in anything in your life. Um, so that being said, these behaviors that you pick, like really explore and examine, like, okay, like how confident really am I about being able to achieve it this week? And how willing am I, um, ready slash willing am I to, to start these behaviors? Um, And then if, if you find that you're not confident, you're not ready, or you're not willing make a tweak. Um, some of the best tweaks that you can do, um, people try and like come out the gate and like sprint and that's awesome. But think about this. Like if we're running a marathon and like you have not necessarily been training for a marathon and you just like come out the gate and you like sprint to get ahead of everybody, then you're probably going to get pretty tired pretty quickly and, um, how, how long can you make it before you feel like you quit? So, um, when, so, you know, kind of exploring these, um, behaviors, uh, try and not, you know, when I say people come out the gate, like wanting to sprint, uh, typically, I mean, like they want to try and do seven days a week, or I'm going to do it every single day. Uh, you know, whatever, it it might be just like this, like really intense, you know, out, you know, going from like zero to a hundred, like overnight, um, so for, I'm just going to pick an example here. So let's say we have, um, let's say we we focus on water. Um, we're not really, you know, I've not, I'm not really like great at drinking water right now. Um, now I'm going to, you know, try and suddenly drink like two liters of water every day. Um, and I want to do that every day. And I'm kind of like, yeah, right. Like, I don't really think I can do that. Um, or that sounds like really hard. Um, I don't really like drinking water, whatever, you know, whatever barrier might be in my way. Um, if you adjust that goal, if you're feeling not very confident about it, if, so let's say I adjust that goal, I'm like, well, um, today and tomorrow or like two days this week, I'm going to try and go for um, one and a half liters, you know, maybe, or maybe it's like one liter. Um, and you, so you basically just kind of adjust that goal until it's like, okay, that feels pretty doable. Like I can do that. And you want, you maybe want to stretch a little bit. You don't want to feel like that's like super easy every single time. Cause that's not where the growth happens. Um, you want to challenge yourself a little bit. But um, you also want to make sure it feels doable. All right. So um, again, if you are following along um, over these uh, uh, couple of episodes with trying to apply and implement this health freedom formula, then today's assignment, if you will, or um, my encouragement to you would be to identify some behaviors that you are ready and willing to initiate this week that you can um, put into place that will kind of ultimately help you reach the goals that you established yesterday or in yesterday's episode. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining today. Um, you know, stick around the rest of this uh, week, or kind of, you know, episode eight and episode nine. We're going to finish all the elements of the Health Freedom Formula. Um, if you have any questions, if you want any support, um, please don't hesitate to reach out. I'd love to cheer you on um, and help you walk through this. I think this is like so. F- fascinating. Obviously this is why like I've chosen this as a career. Um, but I love when people start to see it click. Um, and so I just would love to be able to cheer you on. You can always reach me at hello at ginnylevitt.com, Find me on Facebook or on Instagram. My handle on Instagram is the Jenny Levitt. Um, and you can find me in any of those places. Thanks so much for tuning in and I will see you tomorrow for episode eight.